All right, we record in progress and then we go live. Let's do it, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, everybody, it's your host, C.L. King, coming to you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville. I am sitting high atop the Ruth E. Plowden Legacy Chair. And as you know, this place, Impactville, has become a cathedral of resources. And so tonight is no different. We're blessed to have in our virtual studios, Miss Maddie Cheers. And she is a phenomenal lady, human being, and friend of mine. Maddie Cheers is not just an interfaith minister and spiritual guide. She is a vessel for divine wisdom and storytelling, weaving the sacred thread of poetry and art through the tapestry of life's intricate moments. As an author and an artist healer, her creative spirit has been nurtured by over 25 years of rich exploration into the vast landscape of the world's spiritual traditions with a profound resonance with the indigenous practices from the Americas. Her artistry in the mandala med meditations encapsulates this harmonious blend of global wisdom and her own intuitive rituals manifesting in poet poetic verses and mandalas that offer guidance and reflection for the soul's journey. Now listen, ladies and gentlemen, I just read to you her impressive background and resume, but I've had the privilege of being with her several times and just talking to her as a human being. What a phenomenal person we are getting to share with you tonight at Impacting Life 24-7 Studios. She hails all across the country and around the world, known literally from coast to coast. And we're blessed to, that she could squeeze out just a little bit of time in her very, very nonstop schedule to be with us here at Impacting Life 24-7. You may know her sister, Celia Kibler, who is a, a contributor here and we're partners together. And so it's so great that I get to now have the older sister of my very, very close friend, someone who I have come to admire, Miss Maddie Cheers. And so I would like for everybody to get your pen and pad out, get all your notes together. And uh, if you have questions, we'll, at, we'll put them um, to her if we see them in the live. But thank you so much, Miss Maddie Cheers, for being with us tonight. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I totally <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> Isn't the intro worth the price of an introduction? I mean, it price is. of admission. Yeah, man, I love it. Um, I, because you know what, you know what, Maddie, I remember I when I would get in. You know, I've been speaking for professionally for almost twenty years, and sometimes mm -hmm. people would just introduce me, and they would say. Okay, from Cleveland, Ohio, C.L. King. And I'm just like, wow, I've flew a long way for that introduction. <laughs> so, so I make it my point that when we bring, because you're a guest, you're, you're in our homes, you're in our living rooms tonight, and we've brought out our best service for you because, because you're giving us your time. So Maddie, cheers. Let's get right to it because you know time is going to fly. Tell us how people can contact you. What's the best way for folks to contact you, Maddie? The best way is maddiecheers.com and it's M-A-D-D-I-C-H-E-E-R-S.com or join my Facebook group, join the Women's Oneness Project. That's a great way. And then you can always reach me at maddie at womensoneness.com or maddie at maddiecheers.com. <laughs> 
Maddie at MaddieTears.com, and you can connect with her. I've been looking at her website all afternoon because, listen, ladies and gentlemen, we don't just wing it here at Impacting Life 24-7. <laughs> we study our guests, and we we obsess about making an impact, and somebody like this deserves our full attention. So, again, go to MaddieTears.com. Let me make sure that I got that website up on my page. Yep, MaddieTears.com. You'll see her smiling face there, and uh, she is a transformative human being. We're so gl- glad to have her. So, Maddie, tell us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I know even just a, you know, a slight amount about you. Introduce yourself to our audience. Well, I think that, you know, if we're going to talk spirituality, I think that started for me when I was five years old and I had a, I truly had a vision. I can still see it today clearly in front of me with the ceiling opening up and the, the universe. And I could see circles inside of circles and, circles touching circles and I had an understanding that that's kind of the way things worked. Mm-hmm. I ran downstairs, I told my mom, my mom looked at me and went, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think that I think that was the beginning. I think like native people say, children come into the world with more God in them. We all come in with a light inside of us that is the creator, right? Mm -hmm. But children are closer to the creator, which is why what indigenous people do that we need to learn to do is listen to children, especially Ah. young children. Yeah. So among the Haudenosaunee, an eight-year-old, the Iroquois, an eight-year-old can suggest a law. So for me, I think that my journey was shaped by a lifelong interest in all kinds of everything that was going on, you know? Right. I was also definitely shaped by a childhood trauma. I definitely. Well, well, and and that's important because, you know, when we talk about, when we talk about the whole, the whole body of work of a person, a lot of times people see us, Maddie, in our current state, you know, we got it all together. You know, we're we're a podcast host. I'm a podcast host. And, oh man, your life just must be golden. What hasn't always been like this? And so you, you know, I appreciate, and this is one of the things that we do here at Impacting Life 24-7, I appreciate people who have a story of overcoming. And if you would like to connect with Maddie Cheers, who is our guest tonight, all you got to do is go to MaddieCheers.com. We got some special uh, information about her a little bit later on that we're going to share with you. I'm so excited to reveal it to you. But Maddie, tell us about that childhood trauma and anxiety that you went through. Well, I used to, I used to have like, really, like I would have these anxiety attacks more more once I got into middle school and high school mm-hmm. and I didn't, I couldn't pinpoint it at all. I didn't know what it was. I then later in, in life, you know, I went into theater. My degree is actually in theater arts and I moved to New York and I, st- I just started to have real anxiety especially going out on auditions, like almost to the point where I couldn't audition, you know, and I'm like, well, really? what am I? for if I can't go out on an audition this is craziness so I actually I thought it was happening enough that I actually did see a a therapist the wonderful Stephen Adler I don't know if he's still around but an amazing man Uh and and what what we came through through once I I was driving in Baltimore in the car and I was listening to a talk show on childhood trauma and the woman had brought up her background what had happened to her 
Mm -hmm. in terms of her sexual abuse. And I just started to shake. Like I shook, I had to pull a car off the road. I was crying. And, and I, I realized that there was something in what she said that related to me. So when I got back to New York and I talked to Steven, we sort of explored that a little bit, but I kind of, at that time was too afraid. I was like, I sort of had to like, let it go for a while. And then <laughs> And then when I started to work with my, who's now my husband, my husband, Bob Vetter, when I started to work with him and travel with him into Indian country, I found a great sense of acceptance, community, peace. So even without having gotten to the bottom of everything that had happened to me as a child, I, I started to heal just from being around those people and, and the... <clears throat> This sense of reverence for the creator, for nature, for ceremony. And what I loved, I love my husband actually tells a story, but it's so true. Uh -huh. His He was first adopted by um, his grandpa chief. And he used to ask him, he's, he's an anthropologist, he used to interview him and ask him, well, what do you believe? And grandpa chief would always describe a ceremony. Well, we do this. And Bob finally started to realize that, that, what he was saying is that we establish our relationship with the creator through ceremony. Ah. I truly, truly believe that, that I can't like, if you go into a sweat lodge with us, I can't tell you what you're going to experience. And I've seen sweat lodge leaders take people out of ceremonies for trying to tell people ahead of time, what they're going to experience yeah. between you and the creator. Yeah. And I, I do think that those experiences for about 10 years laid the groundwork for my ultimately going deeper and going into therapy with the wonderful Celeste Carlin and with, and that all led to the mandala meditations or mandala meditations, <laughs> pronunciations. But you, that, you know, you know what you're doing? You know what you're doing? You're doing just like Celia. I could just put you on autopilot. You could do the whole show. I don't even have to ask you nothing. I love it. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, you you're tuning in to Impact Your Life 24-7. I'm joined by none other than uh, Maddie Cheers. Where do you hail from, Maddie? I was born actually in Buffalo, New York. My uh -huh. parents were from Brooklyn. Everybody in our family grew up in Brooklyn, New York. But um, I was raised in Baltimore. I actually, okay. I think from the time I was about two, my parents moved down to Baltimore. So my dad could work at Martin Marietta. He's an engineer. My mom was an artist. He was an engineer. My mom was an artist and a singer and could play beautiful piano. Just an interesting combination to come from. Interesting combination indeed. One interesting fact that I just discovered tonight, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you tuning into our live broadcast, Impacting Life 24-7, my guest, the incomparable Miss Maddie Cheers, her and I have something in, in common because I was going to Broadway myself. I was in theater, music theater all through high school. Did you not? I mean, I danced and sang and acted and all that. And I thought I was going to be the next or the first Denzel Washington. I wound up not being him, but I'm a close second. Anyway, so MaddieCheers.com is where you can connect with our guest. She's uh, a phenomenal uh, person. And I want to, I want to, I know I gave you some prelims on our questions because I believe it's important important for a host to be prepared. But I want to ask you this that maybe can can expand the net a little bit. How important do you feel a spiritual relationship 
is in a person's whole life experience? How do you feel? Uh, what is your thoughts on having some sort of spiritual foundation because you know i talk to people from all across the country and there are some that i run into that have zero like they don't believe in god they don't believe in anything right and 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 i find i you know for me i couldn't imagine life without having a spiritual foundation but you being a spiritual expert what do you think why do you think that it's important and and it centers a person uh for having a spiritual background well i think it's not just important i think it's essential I think number one, when you when you admit that that everything around you cannot be explained through science, through materialism, through the five senses, when you realize that it's so much bigger than who you are here, right here, but that you're connected to this so much bigger, this creative force, this love in the universe, it gives you security. It gives right. you security which leads to humility, which is essential if you're going to start listening to other people. And we can't solve our problems without spirituality. Mm. I remember I remember one elder saying about us, you know, here in the world and what he saw a lot of when he said, you know, if we are we are not just body, mind, spirit. It was a, a Cherokee elder. He said we don't see it like body, mind, spirit. We see it like one thing. And he drew a picture on the board of three interconnected circles. And he, he said, so if you don't have spirit, you're not completely alive. You have to have some connection to the greatness and the love of the universe. Right. I, you know, and I agree with that. You know, again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to, I know I'm going to have to have her back several times because there's so much to unpack with this with this topic. Just that one topic alone, we could do like an hour show. But but, you know, sometimes I feel like, man, you know, you walk through this, you walk through this life and it's like, OK, you just, you know, there's just this assumption that, well, I'm just I just happen to get here and all the stuff around me is just it just is, you know, inanimate objects. And there's really no there's really no connection to some people call a higher power. And and like you said, I, be, I believe it's essential. So, you know, for Maddie, cheers. Let me let me ask you another question relative to the work that you do. You kind of weave art and spirituality. Uh, you intertwine these both together, you know, with the mandala meditations. And so how does this synergy contribute to healing and the guidance that you offer uh, through your work? Well, it healed me. I'm, I mean, it was my therapist that suggested that I do the mandala meditation, the, this style that Carl Jung did, the mm -hmm. famous Dr. Jung, yeah. who who um he drew mandalas he painted and it was through this that you you connect inside but you also connect outside i mean right. that's the thing is that what we're really going for is connection connection with each other connection with the greater good connection with the creator however you want to phase that and also an evolutionary raising of spirit to the point where we raise everybody with us and we end all this division and nonsense and war and all of that. And I think that that's what happened for me, all the division inside of me, all of my inner conflict 
went away when I started to draw the mandalas. And then it was through drawing the mandalas that I, as I drew them, I would get these two lines of poetry in my head. And it was like, just, I heard it, right? Mm -hmm. I would finish the mandala and then I would write the two lines of poetry and then I just write. I would just write and write and write. And that's how it all started with the drawing. And then over the last 20 years, now I'll just wake up in the middle of the night. Sometimes I got two lines of poetry. And if I write the two lines down, go back to sleep, then I can get up in the morning and finish the poem. But it definitely comes through me. It's like I call it divine dictation. Some people call it divine downloads. But it's a it's an experience of being in that moment, totally connected with the energy of everyone it's we're all one it's and that's the energy that you feel so i think those are the messages that i receive that's very that's very very powerful and ladies and gentlemen i am joined by the the very powerful and wonderful miss maddie cheers you can connect with maddie very very simply i'm gonna just give you one place to go go there now maddiecheers.com i have it up here on our screen in our big 70 inch screen over there that none of y'all can see but i can see and and she can connect with you because listen ladies and gentlemen you do not i want you to understand this this is something that i i have been discovering especially now that i'm getting older you know maddie i'm almost what what am i 11 wait a minute no i'm one month away from 49 so that means i'm 13 months away from 50 there we go (laughs) (laughs) whatever that is but as i get older i really i really do appreciate uh not not just the materialistic portions of life right but the 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 spiritual connection and also realizing that um when i start feeling this this three-letter word this ego thing right Mm -hmm. you know that's a that's a cotton candy bridge that that can't hold the weight when i when i start getting consumed or feeling like it's all about me this is why i feel and i'd love for you to elaborate on this why why having um uh, an understanding that it's that this is bigger than us and we are not alone and and we do need to connect with something outside of ourselves. you know wh- why do you feel that that's important maybe for a person to learn early on in life well because we are social creatures and we need community the beauty of the the these indigenous cultures that have managed to keep this together is these ceremonies are always done with other people so you're in a circle with people and when you're in a circle you feel the energy of that of all those people that are reaching out to connect with the great spirit the great mystery the creator god a million zillion names whatever touches your heart that's the name you use right so when you for me it's all about the sitting in circle and when we do i i carry a ceremony from the lenape from being a, uh, adopted into um a lenape family years ago and it's the women's full moon ceremony so when we get together in that women's circle and we do it on the full moon or within the three days of the full moon you are connecting with something outside yourself you know you are automatically you have stated We are going to connect with this energy of Grandmother Moon. We're going to call in our ancestors. We're going to then put out our prayers for the world. We're going to also have have people express what's 
bothering them, what bring to the circle, whatever they feel they want to bring to the circle and what comes to the circle stays in the circle. So, So it's always that sense of security. So people feel like they can say what they need to say because nobody's going to leave there and, and, tell oh well i said it's not like that right and for me i think that the ritual is extremely important but the ultimate goal is connection with each other and the creator and i don't think you can do that by like going shopping with other people right yeah you know some people may think it's a a ritual to go shopping but i try to stay away i I try to avoid (laughs) it but yeah again ladies and gentlemen you're tuning in to impact life 24 7 with your host cl king and i have joining with me all the way from maryland my dear friend actually i'm all the way from the east end of long island new york is that where where you are now huh so how are you going to be in maryland and long island new york at the same time well I'm By t- the magic I'm- of technology. <laughs> <laughs> and here you are here in Impactville. And so you're a resident here. Could consider yourself a resident. And uh, our guest, Maddie Cheers, you can connect with her at maddiecheers.com. And one of the things that, that I really was impressed with is your your stories that, that you detail about the mandalas. And when you, when you create those, cause I've seen, I've seen people do them. Um, did you, did you, did you involve yourself in this when you were with your indigenous, when you were embedded with the indigenous folks? Or no, was that, that actually totally came covered? through? I mean, when, I, when, when I was with indigenous people, they're wonderful artists because what I love about what they say about art is that, you know, art is your connection to the creator for native mm-hmm. people the decorating is extremely important. You know, I mean, our Lenape brother, I remember once got very upset because he saw um, a gardening hoe that somebody had made that was just a a guy studying indigenous culture. And he came, he polished it, he fixed it. He said, now, really, really, if I had done this, this would all be decorated if I had the time, every single inch of it, because this hoe is used to get food, to raise the food that we're uh, going to eat, that we're going to share. So that is that is a gift from the creator that needs correct. to be honored. So in a lot of ways with these very traditional native people, everything is a ceremony. I love it. And you know, someone, someone special just chimed in in our live audience. You know her. Uh, everyone knows her here from Pumped Up Parenting, the one and only Miss Celia Kibler. She says, hi, Maddie. And hi, hi CL. <laughs> yep. And I, and I, uh, I told Maddie, I said, listen, it is just like talking to Celia with just a different hair color. They are like <laughs> twins. And so very, very blessed to have these two people in our lives here at Impactville. And we're we're blessed to be able to share them with you. And tonight we have exclusively in the studio, Maddie Cheers. You can connect with her at MaddieCheers.com. I wanted to ask you this because, you know, I'm getting old, Maddie. So stuff stuff fades in and out of these ears oh, yeah. pretty, pretty quickly. But how do you see in terms of, you know, you you've been in this a long time. But do you see um, a, a next generation maybe uh, in, engulfing themselves in spiritual traditions and rituals, even with indigenous folks? Do you see the traditions carrying on? Oh, I definitely do. I definitely do. I think that 
A lot of young people are searching right now for something they're understanding. They definitely have the understanding that just just material world things, even science things are not satisfying that, you know, you can't science changes every day. I love this this one guy that that always says um, I can't remember his name. I'm terrible at this. But I love this statement. If you don't think science changes in the same way that spirituality changes, go read a science book from 1950. Right. Hello. You know, so so everything changes. And we see a lot of young people just yesterday. We had a big ceremony at the house and there were a lot of young people there and they stayed and talked with us long after the ceremony was over. And a lot of what they talked about was the fact that they've been looking for something authentic, looking for something real where they could connect with people, connect with spirit. They felt it. They, 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 and they, they talked about how it was so fortuitous that they even got to show up. They just sort of heard about it. And that's how everything in my life, my journey with native people, I just sort of, it just sort of fell in my lap. From the very first moment I started to go out into Indian country with a friend who I would see once a year at Christmas time. She had been on a tour that Bob was giving. She happened to have the brochure with her and said, oh, this was great. You might want you might enjoy this. And I mean, at that time I had, you know, I wasn't even thinking about it. And they were saying the same thing. And I think what happens is even if you just think. I really want to open to spirit whether you call it spirit, whether you call it God, but even if you just make the thought, I want to be open to connecting with spirit and people, I think things start to come to you as yeah. much as you, I mean, you have to make some effort. You got to show up at the ceremony, right, but yeah. it does start to happen for you. Well, that's powerful. And you know, ladies and gentlemen, I just want y'all to know that Maddie Cheers, you find her at maddiecheers.com. Have you heard your website at all tonight, Maddie? No, not at all. Not one. <laughs> <laughs> so just in case you, if just in case you're trying to find out how to find our our amazing guest, <laughs> you can go to MaddieCheers.com and she brings together the beauty of storytelling and the wisdom of spiritual traditions, also with the power of art uh, to touch people's lives. So you got a book that's uh, right on the cusp of release, the yes. Mandala Meditations. Uh, yes. Tell us about that, Maddie. Well, this is, this took me, this is like, you know, how I think it's elephants gestate for like two and a half years or something. That was me in the book, okay. like two and a half years in the making. Oh, wow. And finally, I, I gave birth to it. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> it, it is uh, 108 uh, poems that I've written over the, the 20 years that I've been doing this. So there's some from the very, very beginning. And then there's some that are much later on, like one is pandemic that I wrote when the pandemic first started. But mm. but I should say received because I can't you know, I don't really call it channeling because I think people misunderstand that. I think right. that it's it's not not me, it, but the voice, the what I hear is not conscious. It's not like. When I when I write about the great law of peace or something, I'm thinking about well, have, what's the order? What's the outline? What's the you know, what do I have to talk to Tom Porter about? You know, there's like thought. There's that thought process. There's no thought process with this. So this is a collection of one hundred and eight of the poems that I found to be 
the most impactful for me personally. Then I had my women's circle friends look over stuff. I was in a group of uh, called 12 and 12. That was a writing group and project group for, it was 12 women for 12 months coming up with trying to complete 12 projects. And it was, so you got to run things by each other. Yeah. And it wasn't, I don't edit the poems. The poems are the poems. How I put the book together, I took a lot of advice on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you what, they, they say the magic is in the editing because I remember when I finished my book, uh, when I got when I turned it over to the editor, I said, my goodness, nobody, not even my golden retriever would want to read that. But I understand what you're saying. You want it to be authentic and you want it to be in its purest form. Uh, Celia said the poems are downloaded to you, Maddie. So yes. your, sister, your sister's cheering from, for you all the way down there in Maryland. And one of the things that I, that I would like to talk about real quick, look at this, man. Look how fast the time flew. Um, your women's uh, oneness group that you have. Tell us about that. Well, I actually started that shortly after the women's March because I found that what was happening was there was a whole group of women being excluded. That what happened was I'm now friends with her, um, Destiny, who runs a group called New Wave Feminists, and they are a they are a um, secular pro life group. Mm -hmm. So that they're not they're not coming from a religious standpoint. And they were originally sponsors of the march, and then they were kicked out because it was found out that they were pro life. And I was like, well, well, don't we have to listen to all? If it's a women's march, right. don't we have to listen to all women? I mean, we don't always have to agree, but we do have to listen. And so I called her up, <laughs> Destiny her and Della Rosa, and um, and we developed a relationship. She was on my original podcast. And it's fascinating because a lot of what a lot of what I found out in talking to her is there's a lot of places where pro-life and pro-choice meet. We don't know it because we're so caught up in the politics of it. Right. So it started with a desire to bring all women together to be able to discuss all points of view, all political affiliations, all spiritual affiliations to be able to, to get women together in the same way that when we sit in circle with each other, you know, all the women in our circle don't aren't from the same background, don't vote the same way, don't, you know, mm -hmm. believe in the same things, but we sit in these beautiful rituals and we help each other. You know and what, man, that, that is one thing that wisdom. I... That that's one thing that I do truly appreciate about uh, this approach is that, you know, sometimes we, you know, I felt it really heavy. I'm, I'm sure you did too. And especially during the pandemic and, and the, the, you know, the unrest that was going on in the country, it just, it just felt like we couldn't come together on anything, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and, it, and it's time because like you say, we have probably more in common than we give ourselves credit. We have yeah. more, more alike. So, you know, you also have a podcast. I might get on that podcast sometime this year or maybe next year. I don't know, maybe 2027, but it is, it is the home improvement for the soul podcast. And, um, how long have you been running on sooner than that? I know. <laughs> how, 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 how many, how long have you been doing your podcast? Well, this one, when did I start this one? I started it last July. Okay. July 11th. 
I think was the premiere and it's sort of going through, it's going to pre, it's going to come up again next week. And so it's sort of having a semi relaunch and rebranding with a gorgeous new logo that I just adore designed by wonderful people in India. And, um, and Anupam, the same gentleman and his sister that work on Celia's International Day of Calm. But the, the whole the whole idea of home improvement for the soul is really what you learn is what you learn when you make it to 70. You got to start with you. You can't right. go out there preaching to people, telling people, oh, do this, do that, do that. You know, you got the change has to come. Start with you on the inside and then when you are the, that authentic, which is a very popular word, but it, it's a good word. Yeah. When you're that authentic, when you're humbled by the creator and the nature around you and the people around you, then you start to connect. So true, ladies and gentlemen. Wow, what a what a breath of fresh air. Our guest, Miss Maddie Cheers, all the way from New York, not in Maryland. Her sister's in Maryland. And she is... Um, someone that we would like for you to connect with. Um, do you do coaching, Maddie? I do. Yeah, and that's what that's 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 where we wanted to end here. Is that listen? If you want to, if you would like to, kind of pull back the covers of your your spiritual exploration. If you would like to connect and maybe go to the next level, if you like somebody to guide you, Maddie is a seasoned spiritual guide and a, a trusted representative of the things in the spirit i would love for you guys to connect with her all you got to do i know you may this may be a surprise to you tonight but i'm going to tell you <laughs> i'm going to tell you one more time all you got to do is go to maddiecheers.com if you like to go ahead and sign up for her book her poems that are coming out here in the month of in the month of march that book is releasing in the month of March. If you like to get in her women's group, that will be a tremendous connection. If you like for her to coach you and take help you get to the next level of spirituality, all you got to do is go to MaddieCheers.com. And when you go there, tell her that you heard about her on Impacting Life 24-7, and I'm sure she will hook you up. Uh, so listen, Maddie, listen, I want to give the floor to you for about 45 seconds. I want you to give a word of encouragement to all of those folks out there that maybe just are kind of wayward, the new year's starting, it would be a great time to connect. The floor is yours. Give them a word of encouragement. Well, I think I really, my my favorite word for right now is nourishment. And I think of that because I, I you know, we our first new year's resolution for a lot of people is I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get healthier. I'm going to, I think, I think if you start from a place of looking at what nourishes my soul, is it drawing mandalas? Is it going for a walk? What if I'm dreaming about doing something? To, you know, what is it that you dream of? And then just sort of do a little. If you dream of being a writer, start a journal. You know, what is it that gives you nourishment? And if you can connect to that, what nourishes your soul, that's step one. And then if you can say, I want to connect to the creator with love, and everybody else around me with love i think you're i think you're on your way well i love it man nourishment that is so good man often i mean i just was sitting there thinking about going to a succulent pineapple on a hot summer day and what it does to the human body it nourishes and man what a great word 
um, get get yourself nourished. And the way you can do that, you don't have to do it alone, ladies and gentlemen. No. All you got to do is go to my friend and sister, <laughs> MaddieCheers.com, and she'll get you hooked up and connected and uh, on your way. Uh, you know, my dear friend and one of our sponsors, um, Bettina Carey, says, listen, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, go with somebody else. That's and so nice. what a what a way to connect. Maddie, we are so thankful for you uh, taking time to be on our show. We promise to have you back so we can explore more. I would wow. love for you to come back on with your book and uh, let us let us detail all the stuff in it. Take some snippets out of there and just see the great work that you've oh, done. Yeah. I love to have you back on. And uh, until I hope we, be back on. I hope we treated you halfway decent. Tell don't More tell than me, that. All tell, the way. Tell Celia we rolled out the red carpet for you, okay? Thank you. <laughs> and listen, uh, until we meet again, I pray many blessings on you and your family. And thank you so much for being with us tonight. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right. Take care. So look, ladies and gentlemen, that was Miss Maddie. Cheers. Thank you, Celia. I like the hat too. And um, hope I can't wait to be with you this coming Thursday. So, yeah, man, you see what I'm saying? This place is literally a cathedral of resources. What what a refreshing broadcast with somebody that helps us. It wasn't it wasn't out there in left field, man. It, 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 it your spiritual connection, whatever it's going to be. I'm telling you, it will center you. And so, again, if you would like to connect with Maddie and find out more about indigenous practices and and diving deeper into your spiritual world, just go to MaddieCheers.com. You know where that's at? It's MaddieCheers.com. And so that's it for us. This coming Thursday night, I'll be joining my dear friend, Hope Rieger, in her Grief to Hope group. And I'll be giving a just a short testimony. Uh, the Lord, I feel, has given me a word for those that are grieving. And I'm going to talk about the fragile force of fellowship. I want those people in that group to know that you're not alone. And you don't have to be alone. And... The Bible says it's not good for man to be alone. It's not good for mankind to be alone. We were created to be creatures of the crowd. And so when we suffer a loss, sometimes the the instinct is to become reclusive. But uh, I want to lift their spirits and tell them that they're not alone. And fellowship is a fragile, which is gentle force that can really lift up a person's heart and spirit. All right. Thank you guys so much for being with us. We love you. We appreciate you. And if you'd like to become a sponsor of Impacting Life 24-7, all you got to do is go to clkingspeaker.com. Until next time, have a great night.